Dude, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I do. Dude, you're not looking forward to this episode. <laughs> like, seriously, dude. Yeah, dude, I, I am starting to see a trend with all of our intros. You are always not gonna lie at the very beginning of the episode. Okay. And you're always honest about exactly what you're feeling. <laughs> or what's going on. Dude, this is actually a perfect um, transition into what we're talking about. So I'm going to start with a question instead of making some statement, and I hope that helps us stay on track. What do you think about that? That's great. I just want to welcome everybody to the Meteorite Studio. Dude, I love it. It's a great day. I mean, not day. I mean, it's in space. Well, it depends on what what, uh, planet you're on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a great Wednesday to be alive because that's what day this is posted on. (laughs) So, I got a question for you then. Okay. This is a random tangent. I apologize, everyone listening, but we haven't officially started. Okay? What Go. day is it on the other planets? Do they all, like, kind of, is it, like, a general, like, a I don't know. general relativity when it comes to days? Like, I know they have different days and, like, they're longer and shorter, but would it still be Wednesday? Okay, so I don't think it actually matters, but it will once we become an interplanetary species. Okay. Right. So once the humans get to Mars, we're going to have to figure out a way to sync it up somehow. Yeah. How is that going to work? How is time going to work in that sense? You're, you're going to have to figure out a way. I wonder. Well, that's another really important question. When you go to Mars, are you going to use Earth time? You can't, right? No, you, you can't. Have to use your, you have to use your own sense of time. Yeah. You're screwed. <laughs> Man, I, I, I'm very curious on how all that will work out. I'm really curious on the... Um, like, will your body adjust to the time? Because I think Martian time, isn't it like a couple hours longer or shorter? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I think everything's just, I think everything's a bit longer. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure. It's like 26 and, hours. Someone well, fact checked me on that. <laughs> That's just so, so we get all the fact checks. Yeah. But, dude, do you think we're going to be able to see humans on Mars in our lifetime? I believe it. I want to believe it. Would you go? If they were like, we need volunteers. I would not go. You wouldn't? No, I don't think so. I think I think it would be important to people to make history. I yeah. think that's going to be an important fact of why people go. They're going to suffer all of their lives on another planet, but they want to be known as yeah. some of the first people ever to colonize Mars. Dude. You know? Dude, actually, that's a great transition, and we didn't even try. So, <laughs> to our what? topic is: oh, our topic what is your motivation. <laughs> and you just kind of hit it on there, uh, the nail on the head. Yeah, people want to be known, and we've already kind of gone into this. But you think so? You're you're saying there's going to be people that are literally going to. You said suffer. I would hope that you know the Elon Musk you know, SpaceX programs. Yeah. They, they figure out how to, <laughs> they figure out how to make you sleep yeah, or something, <laughs> something, you know, but, um, probably would be a pretty hard life. So you really think that people are going to be motivated to go to Mars just cause they would be known like people would yeah, know them in the yeah. history books. Uh huh. Dude. I don't know. I, here's 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 what I think. Okay. I think that people do crazy things yeah. to get their names written down. 
written you know, down. Okay. Or not not necessarily written down in like a book necessarily, uh-huh. but written down in the minds of people. How how crazy would it be to have all of America know your name? You're saying Everyone, it in a good way. Or about, I guess it really wouldn't matter to some people. Huh? I, well, it doesn't really matter. It, it's 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 a it's power, right? Okay. You want people to know your name. Interesting. You want them to that you want them to because when people know your name, you have power. Uh-huh. And it, and it works on like micro and macro levels, you know. Everyone's Give me like, an example Whoa. of a micro level. Well, I think of it like uh, like your, your your friend groups or school. Remember okay. growing up at school? Yeah. If you were a nobody, nobody knew who you were. But if oh. you were a somebody and, and everybody knew who that person was, <laughs> good or bad, good. it it was powerful. Uh-huh. You were able to make things happen. Okay. When people know your name. And that's why people buy flashy stuff, right? Okay. You, you want to make an impression and then go, oh, yeah, you know, Stinking Mobile's got the, he's got the, I don't know, the, the, he's got the, Turbo the new pressers, I, dude. Yeah, the new yeah, iPhone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. The new hyperdrive, <laughs> the hypo suction three thousand. It eats space, dude. For real, there's energy in space, so maybe it'd be a good one, dude. Okay, another random tangent. Don't um, do it, man. Don't go. Don't fall into that black hole. <laughs> do what? What is in between us and the moon if it's a vacuum? Well, there's obviously photons. I mean, but if there's nothing between us and the moon, why do we have to travel through it? I mean, wouldn't that just be space, like a, a gap? I but guess? it's a vacuum. Space is a vacuum. Uh-huh. So, like, what's between us and the moon if it's space? Think about the word space. Uh-huh. It's just space. That's all it is. <laughs> it's not actually anything. Like... It's a vacuum in space, right? Uh-huh. There's nothing in space because it's a vacuum. Yeah. But whatever it is, we have to travel through it to get to the moon. Why aren't we I imme- feel like immediately? I feel like there's some type of a mystery. About it's called an- it's called antimatter is what they claim it to be. It's it's the space? absence of matter. Yeah, space is, is full of antimatter. It's the opposite of what matter is. Didn't That's they, what they say it is. Didn't they discover, though, that there's something... What's the difference between antimatter and dark matter? Aren't those two different things? Yeah, I think I think dark matter is like black holes and antimatter is the opposite of what we know what matter is. I don't know, dude. Because the other thing is like you can do the same experiment at home. You can create a vacuum on Earth. Uh-huh. And But we don't know what's in the vacuum once it's been vacuumed out. Yeah. Why is there still space there if there's that nothing there? That is, dude. Like I said, it's a mystery. It's almost like, uh, it's almost like God showing us a way to kind of explain the mysteries of God, like in a Bro. physical way. Like it's. I it's, just it's kind there's of like definitely a there's definitely something. Well, obviously we know this, but you know, for even people who are just a bit more on the real side of things, there's unexplored ideas. There's unexplored. Uh-huh. questions that we've had, not for like hundreds of years, but for our entire lives as humans on earth that have not been explained and can only be explained by something supernatural. Yeah. You know, so, but yeah, motivation. I, I feel like people are going to be motivated to get on that freaking ship and go 
because they want their names to be known. So have you ever heard of Brandon Graham? Oh, yeah. No, I have. I, I Okay, I'll be honest. I've heard of him yeah. because we've talked about him. I know. Him, you so know? But that is it. Shout out to all the preparation we did for this episode. <laughs> Thanks, preparation. Yeah. It's because of you that we are here. <laughs> anyway, Brandon freaking Graham, dude. The only thing I know about this guy is that he's been in the NFL for like 20 years and has a Super Bowl ring. And has he does missed wait no games, wait 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 he does have a Super Bowl ring he's got dude he's won a Super Bowl. I've never even heard of him. That seems like the greatest feat. If I would ever win a Super Bowl, I'd be so happy. I would, I would, I would promote it. I would, I would tell everybody. <laughs> yo, guess what, man? Yo, 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 mobile. What? I'm listening, dude. Dude, I want a Super Bowl, bro. You want a super? Okay, Dude, you're gonna I probably did. have to be an owner or something. I would tell that because exactly ain't no way you're every... getting on the field. <laughs> At least you're not. You'll get on the field. You just won't get off the field alive. <laughs> That's how every conversation would go on these podcasts. I would start every conversation with, "Dude, I want a Super Bowl." Hey, so wait, he never missed a game? No, I, I think he missed some games, um, but he's pretty much never missed a game. He's had okay. like the most starts. All these things. He's basically one of the best unknown people, like consistent He's in like the, the most NFL. Consistent NFL player. Huh? Who does he play for? I think he plays for the Eagles. Oh my! So that's probably when he got the super. Is a Super Bowl Fifty Two when the Eagles won? I think it was. Nineteen Fifty Two? No. 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 Number. Nineteen Fifty Two. Whoops, bro. <laughs> bro. I think it was the Eagles. <laughs> okay, okay. And uh, who's a quarterback for the Eagles on the? No idea. No, I you have no do idea. know. You do know. He Brandon was... Graham. No. <laughs> no. What well, position does he play? He plays quarterback. Who's a quarterback for? Oh, Brandon Graham. He's an yeah, yeah. offensive lineman, I believe. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Nick they, Foles. They're... Nick Foles. Nick Foles. And he, they beat the Patriots actually, which leads me into my second point of this. Okay. So going to the opposite spectrum, but still talking about football, mm. everyone knows Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as far as sports people go, he's probably now, the, the GOAT. No, here's the thing. Most people who don't even know what football is, they also know the name of Tom Brady, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. You know? Like, they don't know what position he plays or anything, but they know his name. Man. So let me just give you some stats on Tom Brady. And these okay. are very easily looked up online. Okay. So he's, okay. he played, and I'm going to, maybe I shouldn't say he played because he might be coming back. Just retired, but maybe not. Pull he up played for 22 seasons, and he's got seven Super Bowl wins. Yeah, it's the most ever. It's the most ever. So 22 over seven also equals roughly pi. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So Interesting. I don't really want him to play anymore. Yeah, it's perfect pie. Yeah, so it's a perfect, perfect pie, pie Dude, ratio. This guy, he's only missed one playoff. Oh my! Are you wait, wait, which Tom Brady? Tom Brady. He's only missed one playoff he, ever. Well, since he started, I think the first season he missed. Oh but my he didn't gosh, start. dude! He's got a ninety-five point five percent playoff rate. Can you believe that? Are you serious? 
What do you mean by that? Like his win rate? No, for the playoffs. He's gone to the playoffs. Ninety-five point five percent of his seasons he's no. ever played, minus no. the first one, I believe, where he didn't start. Well, well, he played for the Patriots, and it, for yep. people who don't know, the Patriots were always in the playoffs every year for like the last mm-hmm. I don't even know twenty years, right? <laughs> Twenty-two years. Wow, playing most football of, most of those, for yeah. dude. Can you imagine playing football for twenty-two years? You know what's crazy? What? Who, who who was like the athlete of the Romans? Are we I talking no, about Achilles? Was he? A I don't Roman? know. I don't know. No, no, no. Achilles. I was, think he was a Greek, right? Yeah, he was. In the, that was like the Bronze Age. Um, I like. That uh, guy. But 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 yeah. Yeah, he's a very interesting. It's a very interesting story. But <laughs> the, what I'm saying is, like, even a hundred years from now, do you think people will know the name of Tom Brady? I think probably a hundred. Yeah, probably a hundred. A hundred years. Yeah. I mean, assuming I not the Super Bowl is still going, you know, football and stuff, which yeah. probably will be. Yeah. I mean, I, it, well, that's what they said about baseball, though. Who who was a famous baseball player a hundred years ago? I couldn't even tell you. I'm sure some yeah. people could. I'm I'm sure the people who actually enjoy baseball yeah. could tell you a famous baseball player from hundred years ago. But the what I'm saying is, imagine dedicating your entire yeah. childhood. Well, Man. okay, so for yeah, for, for Tom sure. Brady, Tom Brady, I know his story is he initially liked playing a different sport and then he ended up getting into football. Okay. And then he ended up playing as a different position other than quarterback initially. Interesting. And then they found out that he could throw the ball in high school and then he just became I, I he was he was obsessed. Mm-hmm. I remember him just being super obsessed and all the player like all the people that helped him get up to where he's at now talk about how he was like essentially saying I am the best quarterback the world will ever see and, and he was a nobody he came out yeah. of nowhere yeah but um i also remember like when he got scouted they they talked about how he had this whatever that scouts look for that is really kind of undefinable okay but essentially goes this guy's gonna be good this guy's gonna be Even great though his physical traits weren't that great though no they, they never have been it's not it's not as if he is the fastest quarterback or is the most accurate quarterback yeah. or is the most talented quote unquote. Yep. I mean, if you, if you measure him up to Aaron Rodgers in the, in the regular season, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers beats him at every measure at every metric. Yep. It's he's just the most dedicated. Yeah. He has dedicated his whole life. Mm-hmm. What, what makes people do that? Is it the money? It can't be money. It can't. I mean, I don't think so. I think initially because once you make a, and once you make enough to live, you're good. Yeah, you don't have to. You're not really. You want to make sure that you're making enough to live. For you and your wife and and your kids, you want to make sure you're living. You you want to make sure you you're making a. But it, mm-hmm. but but once you go beyond that, what's what's the difference between five million dollars and six million dollars? Seriously, not anything. It's it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, 10 to 20. What's the difference in that in that scenario? I mean, I'm I'm sure that there's a difference in the fact that you have more political power or or whatever, but you you, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It can't it can't be the money that motivates him. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure. It's interesting cuz this year, I don't know if you I didn't pay attention attention to football that much this year. Okay. 
Um, but I always kind of pay attention to Tom Brady, especially recently since he got off the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. He he played great. Like yeah. I mean, yeah, he had some off games and this and that, but like they went to the divisional round and lost, I believe. So they won their first mm. game, mm. and then they lost their second game. I think is what happened. Yeah, yeah. But he, I mean, he still played at an elite level. Definitely in the top fifty percent, easy of quarterbacks. Mm. Probably top thirty, thirty-five percent for the season. And he's retiring. This year he is. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm curious, and we're not going to get into it on this podcast, but I am curious as to what motivated him for those 22 seasons and then, like, why did he change his mind now? Yeah. Yeah, like, how old is he? How old is he now? I think he's, like, 45. Mm. 40, well, he's well, got an age. He definitely has – he definitely has enough to retire, and in 22 years of football definitely takes it out of I, you. But the, I know, the point but is – why now, you know? Yeah. I mean, we don't yeah. see what goes behind, you know, goes on behind the scenes, but – it's the point is, crazy. is the dedication. Yeah. Look at how dedicated this man was. Look, yeah. and then, and then, and then measure him up to Brandon Graham, this random guy that yeah. nobody knows. Yeah, Brandon Graham probably has the same amount of motivation that Tom Brady mm, does. Probably, yeah. So, what was the difference between, uh, except for the fact of obviously, you know, the role of quarterback is obviously what people you know pay they attention watch. to yeah, more. They watch it. Then nobody really cares about offensive linemen that much, but that's one of the most crucial roles in the sport. Mm-hmm. What makes what makes these people do it? The NFL is insane. It's full of insane people that are addicted to something that makes them get up in the morning and, and work out and take steroids most likely and break their bodies. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 want to be the very best. Hmm. And and at the very end of it all, I'm, do you remember that? Sorry, I'm 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 rambling. Keep going, dude. Here, You're so. good. I'm listening. Okay. Do you remember that interview with Tom Brady when he won his first Super Bowl or maybe his second Super Bowl? I can't remember which. They used to show it in church all of the time because they're like, "Yeah, dude, this is it, man." Like, okay. Like, do you remember this? No, this I don't video? know what you're talking about. Okay, so it was a video of Tom Brady, and essentially he was talking in this interview about how he won one Super Bowl. And he got to the very top, and then he sort of plateaued and goes, this is it? Yeah. We did it? Like, yeah. w- here we are. We made it? This is all that was left? What do I do now? And then he talks in that interview about how he's just going to go do it again. And then he went and did it again. And then he did it five more times. Hmm. I mean, does 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 why do, what, what makes you... Once you get to the Super Bowl, why would you keep going? I don't know. I feel like it's as if you have nothing left to do. You might as well. So I don't know. Yeah, and to kind of bring closure to this first portion, I, I kind of feel like even at the most elite level, full force, you know, full dedication, being like Brandon Graham, even no one knows you, you're, you're still successful beyond measure. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it feel like all these endeavors just kind of fall short? They do. Like I, if I know, I know, and that's a strong statement that people are looking for something. Yeah, yeah. I know they are. Yeah. I see it in my life every day. Yeah. What am I looking for, mm. and why do I constantly feel like in my life and seeing other people's lives that they just fall short, even when yeah. you accomplish the biggest things. 
Yeah, I I agree. I agree a hundred percent. It's just it's wild to me that. So we're Christians and we know what makes us tick. You know, mm-hmm. we know we know why we do what we do. Yeah. There's, there's there's a bigger, better reason behind the motivation. And, and and what's also wild, it seems like everyone knows that it's a good thing to have motivation. Yeah, for sure. Every, everyone wants motivation. Mm-hmm. I want to be motivated to make money. I want to be motivated to do good at my job. I want to be motivated so that I can receive the reward of what yep. it looks like to yep. be motivated. Yeah. But but nobody actually is. <laughs> is what? Motivated? Motivated. Yeah. Nobody's actually motivated cuz if everybody was motivated to the nth, to the you'd same be, we'd degree. We'd be living in a utopia. What 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 would it look like if every single person was as motivated as some of these NFL players are to get to the Super Bowl? Now, granted, let's be honest for a second. You know, some of them end up throwing away their gift quite uh-huh. quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, a- Antonio Brown. If you don't know who Antonio Brown is, he's a he's a character. He 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 <laughs> he really I uh, like the guy. He he's got he's got a lot of yeah. He's not he's not a healthy person in the locker room is what is a good yeah. way to describe yeah. it. Where he's just not a healthy team player, and because of that, a lot of people think that he's sort of throwing away his career. Mm. Uh, and in fact, I think he kind of did this year. So, but, but, but anyways, the idea is not even everybody in the NFL is motivated, but look at the people who are super successful in life. Elon Musk, uh-huh. Tom Brady. Yeah. Not the people who have fallen into wealth, but the people who have really from nothing created it. What, what mo- what is that thing? Yeah, that gets them to, the, to to keep to keep trying. I mean, but but mobile, we're kind of in the same boat. Oh, we are, we are. You know, even with this podcast, let's let's talk. Let's be well, real for a second. Before we go, we before we go into that, guys, stereo. We so appreciate you guys being Aww. here. Uh, but we're about we're about to uh, sink in, uh, fly off to the next planetary system. So we're gonna have to let you guys go. If you want to listen to the full episode, join us next Wednesday. It'll be uploaded on Spotify, YouTube, Podbeam, wherever podcasts are found, and you'll be able to catch us catch us there. Not live, but hopefully sounding crystal clear. And uh, thank you guys for joining us. Alrighty. So that leads that leads me to the second point here or really okay second part of this yeah there's another motiv- motivating thing and it's called criticism mm. and if i had to guess and correct me if i'm wrong or maybe you can kind of help me define this more okay would you say criticism is closely related to shame? Um, or it can, does shame it, it, come from criticism, maybe? Uh, does shame come from criticism? Or maybe it's a response of criticism. I don't know. I think it's more of a response to criticism. Okay. I think it's more of a response to criticism. And, and the reason why I say that is because when I'm feeling... Um, I don't know when I when I'm feeling 
criticize. There's two different ways that I can take it. I can either yeah. take it as uh, I suck and I just don't even know why I'm, you know. Doing what you're doing. R- doing what I'm doing and yeah. why I even try. Or I can have this, and we talked about this before the podcast even, uh, We, you know, I can have this attitude of give me all the criticism in the world because mm. I want to become the very best version of what I'm trying to be. And I, and I won't be able to do that without someone telling me what I'm doing wrong. Interesting. So I, I, I work with a guy, um, uh, and he, we all, my whole group got sort of criticized. Okay. Harsh, harshly criticized Mm -hmm. even. Okay. And everybody in my group sort of responded poorly to that. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all feeling as if they got jumped. They yeah. didn't really have a warning. It came out of nowhere. The, your pride is sort of hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And, dude. and I, I was feeling it too. I'm not going to lie. I was like, man, I, what can I, you know, except for this one guy that I worked with, I talked to him about it and, and he waited till everybody was gone. Yeah. And he essentially was like, I loved it. Are you serious? And I was going, what are you talking about? He's like, dude, if we could have that happen to us every week, I would do it. 100%. And I was blown away. Are you kidding me? He's like, dude, I need that. No (laughs) stinking way. And he helped me change my entire perspective on what happened. He goes... I, he goes, I can't change if some if nobody tells me what I'm doing wrong. Okay. I can't be the best employee I can be without somebody telling me this is what you can do better. Wow. It's, okay. it's yeah, not yeah. it's he goes, it's not going to change. It won't it won't change unless somebody tells me what what I need to do yeah. in order to, you know, be as efficient as possible. Mm-hmm. If you don't tell me, how do I know? Yeah. And I was I was pretty motivated at that point. I was okay, dude. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, let's 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 take this to heart and let's think and change <laughs> and let's be as best as we freaking can be. And ever since that that had happened, I have always respected that guy. Wow. I go, yeah, yeah. That is a person that can that can adapt, yep. that can grow, that can be better. Mm-hmm. Someone that can accept criticism like that. He's really not 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 just being yelled at. Yeah, you know, that's something different completely. You suck. You know, not not that, but hey, this is what you can do better. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed with his response, and I and I hope to be more like that one day. Where when I receive criticism, that's my immediate response is thank you, bro. Like, I needed to hear that so I can change. You know, TKM, and, I, I I really wish I could respond that way. Yeah, and I and yeah. I hope just like you said. I hope to, uh, what is that inspire to be like? Is that the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, look up to or uh, yeah, I admire. Be, yeah, I want to be like that because I, yeah. I do not take criticism well. I, there's two ways yeah. that I go, and I'm not going to declare this over my life. But okay. Either I, no, just start confessing. <laughs> either <laughs> I really feel guilty and like, like you said, I suck or um, really get down and like, I can't believe I did that, blah, blah, blah. Why would I, why was I not more prepared? Why didn't, you know, why didn't I study more? 
a lot of things come to mind in, is in college when a professor told me that even though I got the right answer, that she wasn't going to give me any points um, because I didn't Why? show my work. Which we know, we know we're supposed to show our work. I did not know how to do the problem, but I knew what the answer was. <laughs> like, was it I, multiple choice? It was not multiple choice. Ah, I what? knew what the answer was, and I, it was like a, a sense inside me, in my being, that the answer converged. What was the answer? Do you remember what the question was, was the, what the answer was? Basically, you had to prove that where it con- like that it converged the, I forget what it's, what it's called, man. Uh, calculus, you know, was it was it like uh, two graphs essentially cross? Re- like well, it, it cross- was there was an equation that you had to probably differentiate. Okay, and you had to prove or not, or yeah, you had to prove if it converged or not, and then state whether it did, and then okay. where it converged. Okay, and I knew that it converged and that it converged at zero. And oh, it was a my. three point or three part. It was a three-part question. So one of them, so it was kind of multiple choice. The first one was prove it, which I couldn't okay. do, of course. The second <laughs> one was does it converge or not? And the third one was where does it converge? So I got two-thirds of Dude, I needed these points. Like this was the test that made or break, broke me or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember I, those days. I needed it, dude, and I didn't get it. And Are it, you kidding? Yeah. So anyway <laughs> – that being wow. said, that sucks. I really took it personal. I felt terrible, felt like a failure. I actually did end up failing, or maybe I got a D minus, I think, in okay. calculus. Yeah. Cal- the, calc 2. Calc 2, yeah. Yeah, that's the hardest one. Um, Lots of people retake it. Don't yeah. feel bad. Or the opposite side that I react is I, I'm super defensive. Mm. And I try to make excuses. And e- even if I don't outwardly make excuses, you best believe I'm making excuses in my head. Yeah. Kind of yeah. deflect that. Yeah. What, yeah, what, are, I, what are your thoughts? I, I, I'm curious into going into a little bit on the guilt side of it. I don't know. Do you experience any of the guilt side? Like take it personal? Um, uh, or do you have any examples? I, I'm thinking. Um, some of the things that I have taken personally in the past, I know that, there's a part of my character that that really is never going to change. Okay. And I get a little bit frustrated. Now, context here. I'll just be I'll just be open with it. Yeah. My the the part of the character that really won't change for me is um the way that I interact with people. Mhm. You know, I am a very intense person. I really like to just jump in and 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 talk and 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 get to know you and you get to know me and Yep. Sometimes people can kind of be left in the dust because of that. Because if you're not talking to me, you, you're not you're not you're not around. You, I don't I don't you don't exist. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for some of the quieter people, they can kind of get ignored sometimes yep. in my character. I know that I can do that. Mm. Um, I I also have a hard time listening sometimes. You know, I don't necessarily want to hear what somebody has to say because mm-hmm. I'm just so it is laser locked focused <laughs> in. And and I'm working on it. Yeah. You know, there's there's aspects to my character, but but those aren't. Def- here here's here's how I see it. They're not really a part of my character. They're just the product of my true character. Mm, interesting. Okay. So I don't actually see those as my character. I see that as because he is so people oriented. 
he tends to have these negative traits yeah. that, that, that this is just going to be sort of the byproduct of it. I'm not going to be perfect at everything. You can't, you can't expect anyone to be perfect at everything. You need to work mm-hmm. with people and where their weaknesses are at yep. and make sure that they are put in a position where they belong. Okay. So I also, I also really don't care about what people think about me and I, it, it can get me in trouble and mm-hmm. I can really piss some people off. You know, when, when, when you, when you don't really care about what people think about you, when you really don't have any sort of desire to have a good image in front of somebody, but yeah. you desire to have a good image in front of other people that you actually respect that pisses people off. That really gets under their skin. Cause Man. they're like, why are you, why are you putting on, why are you trying your hardest around these people, but not around me? And and then the obvious answer is cause I don't respect you yeah. and they can read, people can read that, you know? Man, that, um, that gets me really fired up to be honest. <laughs> Dude, I, I used to just not care about anybody except the people. I uh-huh. Care. Yep. 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 And it's, I don't know if it's like a homeschooling thing. You're kind of, at least when we were growing up, it was still kind of niche. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Definitely. Very. We've talked about it a little bit, but very like, it's got some occult vibes. Would you say it's got, yeah, it's got, it's cultish. And, uh, this particular aspect of interacting with people is also very, um, you can also use it. You can use it. You've got a lot of yeah. influence. Um, yeah. I, I, because you can know. drive people mad Ugh. by treating them slightly different every time than everybody else. Yeah, you 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 dehumanize them is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're making them less human than the other humans that are around. Yeah, I mean so, it goes it goes both ways, and that's that's far from justification. But uh, yeah, because because essentially what it is is <laughs> essentially what it is 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 it's a competition of who cares less, right? <laughs> Because if you care, yep, then you yep, get mad, yep. you know, but you're supposed to care. You're supposed to care for the people around you. Yeah. So anyways, I, I've been talked to about these things before. Yeah. People have tried to like, I've said like so many times in this episode, I'm, I'm apologizing. We're, we're learning, I, dude. We're learning. You criticize, I, you criticize yourself. Yeah. I encourage you. Let's roll. <laughs> there you go. And I'm motivated. And I'm motivated. No, but <laughs> I, I have been... Yeah, I, I've been sat down and talked to about these things as if I've never heard them before. Uh-huh. And that kind of pisses me off. Yeah. Because if I know who I am as a person, I know what my weaknesses are. And I feel like when people attack those weaknesses about my character or the not the weaknesses, but just the negative traits that develop because of my character. Yeah. Um, I I believe that they are trying to really just tear me down for no reason. Mm-hmm. It's like, of course I know. I know I know that I suck in this, okay? You don't have to keep telling me. I know. Yeah. <laughs> We've already had this conversation before. Yep. We don't need to continue to talk about it. I know that this is where I'm just weak in. I don't believe we're supposed to be strong in everything. Mm-hmm. You are going to have certain weaknesses. You don't have to be the hand all the time or the foot every time or the eye every time. You're going to be really good at something and you're going to be really bad at something. Yep. And what and you need to do is- a bunch of things in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what you need to do is- well, but, but 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 Jordan Peterson talks about this. When when you are extreme in one of the five personality traits, when you have like an extreme uh, score uh-huh. in uh, sorry, excuse me, in like uh, 
in one of those five personality traits, you are going to generate more of a uh, visible negative trait mm. that is associated with why you're so extreme one side yeah. or the other. And there yep. is there is definite negatives to being extremely extroverted, which is what I struggle with. Yep. And so those those things are going to be more prevalent than the people who are just more in the middle, you know, in the middle ground sort of of, of life, which which most people are. I guess what I'm saying is it's 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 you need to surround yourself with people who are willing to work with your weaknesses and help, you know, mitigate the weaknesses and expand the strengths, not not expose the weaknesses and just think that that has to be an area of strength in their life in the next mm-hmm. 6 months or they're doomed. Yeah. I've because got it's a, not I've got a super interesting example of this. It just came to my yeah, mind. Yeah, go ahead. So we'll go see ahead. how it goes. So this is how I kind of imagine strengths and weaknesses. Say everybody's on a a balance, like a like yeah. a seesaw or like a what are they those called teeter-totters? Remember going Yeah, up? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. People who are on the extreme end of it Yep, they go up and down way more. They go up and down way more. And if you focus on, like, so a weakness of a teeter-totter, like, for your your case would be you're yeah. on the way far end, 99.999 yep, yep. percentile yep. of yep, extroverts. Yep. yep. A weakness, which is what people are pointing out, would be, okay, you're too intense, I'm just making yes. myself up, you're too intense. Or, no, that's true, though. Okay. I, I'm very intense or you're not listening to this or that, right? Yeah. But you can move mountains. Yes. Yep. That's okay. exactly right. So you've got the leverage, but you don't have the finesse or X, Y, or yep. Z. It, not, yep. I'm not saying you specifically, but you definitely do have the leverage of moving right. massive mountains. Okay. Yeah. But yep. your value is not any more or less than the piece of the board that is at the beginning because without the people in the body of, of Christ is what we're kind of referring to. You're not even going to get that leverage, right? Because if if the the seesaw breaks, one of the pieces doesn't hold. Mm-hmm. Like say at the fulcrum, you know, oh, there are yeah. the people they have no leverage, they have no sway. But guess what right. they do? They hold both sides together. Dude, I'm telling you this right now. First or uh, uh, is first or is it Romans? It's either Romans, First Corinthians, or Second Corinthians. I can't remember which. But there's okay. that whole part of that 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 scripture that talks about. Uh, the church being the body of Christ Mm -hmm. and some people are the hands and some people are the feet some people are the eyes but then it gets into this really weird portion at the very end and he goes and just as you treat the unpresentable your unpresentable parts of your body with special care so also are you supposed to treat the unpresentable members of the church Mm. and what does he mean by that what 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 Christian is unpresentable you're supposed to be the the light of the world. You're supposed yeah. to be going out and sharing your faith, right? No. Paul says that those people are the most valuable. They are most required. They mm. require special attention, special faith that these ones have. They are they they play a role that you know nothing about. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're the hand and you're just out there doing the work and you're the flashy yep. thing that everybody sees or you're the foot and you're getting people to move and yep. or you're the eye and you're really seeing things coming mm. into play and yep. and you can really yep. have this vision. But then and, and 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 the way that I legitimately think about it and it's a little bit weird and uh, it's going to be stupid. But no, the unpresentable the, unpre- the unpresentable parts are like 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 your, your penis. butt. <laughs> <laughs> 
and you know what your penis does? And if you don't, it have reproduces, a penis, bro. <laughs> but you sure can't look at it for long, and you'll get in trouble if you pull it out. Gosh, stop, dude! I'm serious. <laughs> But, 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 but you're right. Like that's, it's the unpresentable part. And, and what do you do with it? You treat it with special care. You're not slapping it around or (laughs) exposing it to everybody. You're, you're treating it with special, because if you don't, you're going to be in a lot of pain and you're you're not in a lot of trouble if that thing ever breaks. So, so, so the unpresentable parts of your body are the most Hmm. the most precious, the most special. We have to treat them with special care. And so, yeah, I, so it's a, it's a tangent to your question. Your question was, um, have you ever been, you know, have you ever been pissed off when you've been criticized? Uh-huh. I think unjust criticism pisses me off. And, and okay. unjust criticism comes from people who I don't respect, in my opinion. Yeah. But if there's somebody that I genuinely respect and want to be like one day that does have a, a criticism for me, I'm all ears. Mm. I want to change as quickly as possible. Yeah. I think I think the criticism really needs to come from, do I respect this person? Yeah. Do I actually value what they have to say? And if I don't, I'm pissed. But if I do, if I genuinely think, yeah, this is someone that I want to be like one day, or this is somebody that I respect, or look at his life, look at his success, I should mimic yeah. this. And then he gives me some criticism. Dude, I, I want to be all ears. And so I think it really does to come down to a level of, of if Tom Brady gave me criticism, do you think you would take it or do you think you'd be mad at it? I mean, I'd probably listen to him, but it depends on what he's giving me criticism on. So so it's more topic oriented for you? Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, not necessarily. So I, I've got an example. Okay. Uh, happened to me recently. So Go. one of my best friends in high school and probably middle school too, actually, I forgot about, uh, we've known each other for a long time. The reason I forgot is because he never looked like a middle schooler, but I looked like a middle schooler forever. <laughs> Them scoltons. Yeah, dude. Uh, we don't actually, aid. I think we have to, I think we have to bleep that out. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> we can't be giving out last names. That's all right. <laughs> so, um, Anyway, this guy's name is Josiah. You know who you are. And Okay. He's probably one of the best criticizers of of my life, for sure. Okay. Okay. Um one of the reasons was in high school is he had a lot of su- lot of success and a lot of life experience. He wasn't perfect. Mm. Um and he did a lot of he did a lot of things. Not like bad things per se, but like he was out there he was meeting people. He was uh, working a job, uh, being successful in a ton of different areas. He got fired one time. Maybe I'm not mm. supposed to share that. Sorry, dude. He got fired, and then he got a better job two weeks later, getting paid a wow. lot more than everyone else was. Wow. Um, another thing was is he's very honest with his emotions, and that was something that I really struggled with. Okay. Um, and We're still working through that, but it's gotten a lot better. So anyway, criticism. He is the only person that I'm aware of who consistently, and that's the key word, consistently has been able to give me advice in such a way that is full of grace and truth. Mm. And you almost get the you almost get the advice or criticism in such a way that you're convinced what you should do, and then you realize that he like told you you were wrong. Mm. 
And that is just profound to be able, I mean, grace and truth. I mean, that's who Jesus is. So he's literally being like Christ by addressing an area of sin or or um, maybe an mm-hmm. area of growth that I need to change in. But he does it in such a way that's so gracious, but also full of truth. So he's not yell or not lying to me, yelling. He's not lying to me. Right, and, right. Dude, when he speaks about any area specifically that I can improve in, I listen. Mm. It doesn't mean I will like take it as, okay, I need to do this. Right. But you best believe I'm going to dwell on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and think about it and, and talk to God about it because I'm like, okay, he sees an area that I need to grow, uh, grow in, and, and then you go from there. Yeah, I, I, I in, in relation to what we were talking about earlier about, you know, what motivates the elite, what motivates the, 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 the top of the top, mm-hmm. and wondering if criticism is one of the things that motivates people. I think it can literally motivate you in two ways. I think it can motivate you in the way that you just described, where – you know, you, you really trust somebody that's really telling you something out of grace and truth. Yeah. And then there's also people who just sort of hate you. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, can you imagine all the people who hate Tom Brady? Oh, it's or, a lot. Or, I don't know how many people hate Brandon Graham. Not very many. I'm sure I'm sure that there's some people that are like, dude, that Brandon Graham has got to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's some people. Probably not. And that could also, but that could also be motivating, right? I want to, I want to prove myself that what I've done is correct. Dude, I have done some stupid crap in the last month. Come <laughs> quarter to the world. All right. Okay. I'm going to pause you. We are going to talk about that. So let me pick our third and final topic before we have the giant conclusion. Okay. The last motivator that I was able to come up with uh-huh. was provision. So being able to provide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And make ends meet. So so let me, let me hear about these... Uh, endeavors well we're definitely going to get into it more in the coming weeks because it's it's good topics but i have established enough of a passive income Mm -hmm. to not worry yeah about major purchases (laughs) (laughs) i like it and that is in the form of crypto mining in uh uh different uh uh uh, not being able, estate, or not having to buy fuel, not having to buy fuel. I got a Tesla. I mm-hmm. got a Tesla. Yep. Um, pretty cool by the way. Yep. It was a lot of fun. Still has been, although I'm, I'm working on getting the, uh, the, 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 the charger for the home setup. That's, that's going to be key for sure. Uh, solar panels. I'm, I'm investing into those mm-hmm. crypto mining. I'm doing that. Uh, real estate. I'm doing that. There's just a lot of crap that I'm doing that is very risky. And and the reason why, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, it sounds like you're doing this at least in part to provide uh, a roof over your head. Yes. Transportation. Yeah. And uh, ability to buy food, essentially. Well, well, I, yeah, I want to be 100% self-sustained. Yep. I do not want to rely on anyone to keep me alive. Yeah. And cause it freaks me out. I've seen mm-hmm. homelessness. I've yeah. seen, I've also seen non homelessness, but in like, uh, slavery. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen, uh, 
slavery masked as a nine to five. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't believe I'm doing a nine to five. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't want nothing to do with it. So, yep. um, I'm having fun. I, I I'm, I'm an adult. I can move money around and I'm going to make sure that whenever I do that, I am making investments that are actually worth it and not yeah. just doing things that I want to do. Yep. You know, I, I've got my, I, my, my I'm, I'm laser focused. I'm, 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 I know what I want to do. I know what I want to do. And so most people would spend this amount of money on their passion. You know, if it's art, you spend it on art. If it's, you know, video games. That, that yeah. Then you spend it on, yeah. Video games. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, my passion is, I, I have it. I have an ultimate goal. My ultimate goal is to buy to buy my own land and to build mm-hmm. my own house one day. Yeah. I want to do that more than anything else in this world. And and um, I don't know. I, I I'm doing everything that I can financially to be able to support that lifestyle yep. for maybe a wife and kids one day. I want to be able to support people around me. And so. Yeah, yeah. Well, and 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 thinking about it like this, you know, we were in college and we had no money and we were motivated to survive financially. Yeah. Like we did crap that we didn't want to do in order to just go to BioLife. Dude, BioLife is horrible. That is the worst. I never did it. I I could never. Okay, so I looked into it just briefly. Do you know how much money that they make off one donation? Oh, I don't even want to know. It's like three thousand dollars. I said, what? what? Do you know how much we make off a donation? Like 40 bucks? No, 20 for your first visit and 40 oh for gosh. the second visit, or 50 for the second visit, which is 70. That's per week. Oh my and gosh. And they've got strict rules in place so that you can accidentally miss your weekly. So they would say, once you start, say you start on a Tuesday, yep, yep, you yep. have until next Monday at the same time to- Oh my- do your weekly. So there, there is a scenario where you will start your first donation on, say, And then start Sunday, another. Yeah. And then you yep. get in uh, a couple days later and you do your next donation. They go, sorry, that's a, ne- that's a new week. And you go, I'm only, you know, it's only a couple days. They're like, well, it's because you're, you know, your new week starts on Tuesday. So what yeah. ends up happening is you go, okay, so I need to, you know, schedule this and make sure I get in earlier. So you come in on. Right. You come in on Sunday again, and then you try to do your your next donation on Tuesday, and then because it's the, you know within the, let's just say it's within the time frame. Yeah, yeah. And they will say, "Well, you're you're too close to your last donation, so you can't donate today. You have to wait till tomorrow. But if you go to tomorrow, you restart the week. So they've really boxed you in to where you have to donate on consistently and on certain days." Or you will lose yeah. the bonuses. Yeah, it's, that's crazy. It's what it's set up. For it's failure. so cutthroat. It, it's it, so it's so cutthroat. Yes, it, it is. It, I, I the reason you want to know why I never did it. Why I saw you after you gave your blood away. Plasma, and it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. You were ghost white in the face. Mm. You were kind of out of it, and I was. It looked like you had done drugs. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Dude, remember it looked, trying to play basketball in college? Dude, you couldn't do it. You couldn't. You couldn't keep up. It was. You couldn't bad. keep up. It was so it, bad. You couldn't I felt breathe. So terrible. I, the the scariest thing is that you couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The, and, but you do it. You do it to be financially stable. You do, you I, do I, it I, to hit that. Dude, hit that rent. I, I I worked a 
eight hour shift Saturday evening. Uh-huh. I probably got off at like 10 p.m. Yep. I would wake up in the morning at 5 a.m. and be back at work and I'd work back to back eight hour shifts. Holy cow, dude. No, 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 no. Sorry. I'm, I made a mistake. I would work a 10 hour shift on Friday night. Okay. So I would work from noon to 10 p.m. Yep. I'd get up at 5 a.m. and work back to back 10 hour shifts. Uh-huh. And then on Sunday, I'd work another 10 hour shift, essentially giving me 40 hours of work in three days. Wow. I would do that I would do that once a month. Wow, wow. I, I would just about that, dude. I would dedicate my entire weekend to 40 hours that. of work. Holy and it was one cow. weekend a month yep. and it was 700 bucks or 800 bucks and then that was what I lived on for the month. Yep. And I would go dude, I would go into work on on Friday just absolutely alive and well and I'd yeah. come out on Sunday. Dead. I had to stop because I couldn't I couldn't test. I couldn't test well after that. Yeah. I just didn't even know who I was. I didn't even know yeah. what would like, I, I remember I, that, dude. I remember I remember you just cooking yourself all weekend oh. and we'd have an exam on monday yep 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 yeah and i would Brutal. ask you hey how do you do and you'd be like dude i don't know bro i'm like did I you d- study dude. you're like i had work this weekend <laughs> yeah yeah you know? yeah it was crazy, crazy. And just, dude it's literally just to provide just to make a way yep yep and that was just for yourself right now you've got a wife now yep. you've got kids now you've got a dog now you've got other people you know even now this is not as true for most people but like even for me in the homeschool community, you don't really ever leave. So even when, <laughs> and you, it, no, this is true for you too. You know, you're hanging out with uh, some homeschoolers out there. Um, there's just family members and, and families and, uh-huh. and, you know, kids of families that still want to come over and still want to hang out and still want to do cool things. And you're like, well, even your own siblings too. I want to, I want to do cool stuff with you. Let's go do something. You know, mom and dad, they treated me well, but there's eight of us now. So <laughs> maybe it's my responsibility a little bit to go and do cool things with you. So, uh, yeah, if I was, if I was your age and I was hanging out with someone my age now, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wish, what would I wish that they would do with me? Well, I wish that we would go, you know, skiing. I wish that we would go buy a really cool computer or, yeah, you know, dude. take me out driving around, whatever. You spend gas or just go and get ice cream or whatever, you know? So it's even that, that kind of environment for the homeschoolers that you got to really, you, you have to provide and yeah. you want to make that you money. Do, to, the guy, the guy has well, to leave the house and stinking take care of his wife and, and then they have kids right away and then take care of yeah, the kids. Yeah. And, if it man. isn't there. If it isn't there, if that, that providing motivation isn't there, um, I, I got sad quick and I, mm-hmm. and I let that consume me. And then I realized that there was other ways for me to give, but for, for the time when you were just making the money for yourself, it was, it was horrible. Yeah, it, it was, was so bad. Dude. So I was not motivated at all. I was, why am I working? What's the point of making this much money? There's literally no reason. There's and no I hate reason. being here. So why am I even here? Man, if dude. I can actually work for something. And that's part of the reason why I think I'm kind of getting myself enwrapped in all of this other stuff that I'm doing because it, it helps motivate me. It helps keep me going. I, I, if, whenever I get low or sad, I, if there's work in front of me to do. And if I know that I got bills to pay, you know, you I'm happy. You just do it. Yeah, you just I'm, grind. It's weird. It's a weird motivator, but it's true. So, so criticism, criticism as a motivator. Yeah. Financials I, I got, as a motivator. Yeah. Putting your, putting your name on a, Something on people's mind is a motivator. Okay, so I kind of broke it down, just taking some notes while we're going through this, kind of finding, kind of finding out what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So we want to be part of something great, whether it means be great or be a part of something great. 
Yeah. You love to grow, which is the criticism part of things is yeah. finding out your weaknesses or your sins and growing. And then we want a provider. And a lot of times we say we're our provider. And the common denominator of all these things is Christ. And that ultimately, I believe, is what we're searching for in all these different areas of motivation. Dude. <laughs> dude. Is that crazy okay, I, or what? Dude, I got to I gotta share this right now. Okay, go, dude. So I, I've been learning a lot about this week specifically. I've been learning a lot about faith, okay? Okay. And what it looks like and blah, blah, blah. And it's such a broad topic, whatever. One of the conversations that we had was about how we build our houses, Okay. And the, the, the parables surrounding how we build our houses. And I realized something for the first time. So, you know the story of the guy who builds his house on a rock versus the guy who builds his house on the sand? Yeah. And when yep. the rains come and the floods come. And the rain you know, even come the sun, and the floods yeah, oh, come. I don't know. Something, something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah the rains came down and the floods came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, the rain came down and the floods came up. Yeah, the little actions. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the idea is that the person with the sandy house, you know, crumbles and he dies. But then the person who built his house on the rock is, is, is safe and secure. So what's, what's, what's the, uh, parable there? The parable is where are you building your house? Uh Are you building your house on things that are sustainable? Are you building your house on things that are not sustainable? But I think it's more than that. I think there's also a relation to the sand and the rock. Okay. Okay. So, the rock is huge and it's big. Mm. It's one thing. Dude, it's I got one a thing. for this. Keep going. It's one thing that you build your house on. Yep. And that thing is 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 Jesus's words. That's what he yep. says. Is, is that it's the words of Jesus that that big rock thing is. Yep. But if you don't, you're building on sand. Well, what is sand? Sand is nothing but a bunch. It's a million tiny rocks. No. So think. So so the sense, world, dude. So the world, you're trying to build on a million different stupid little promises that yep. mean nothing. Yep. Either yep. through financials or through proving people wrong through criticism yep. or by you have a million people all with your name in their heads but guess what it's sand yeah what is true it's all it's each one of those little people is like a little little sand grain that you're trying to build your house on what is what are you truly going to build your house on it's the one solid rock of jesus he's the anchor of your soul he's the he is the provider he he is the one thing think about it that in the context between sand and rocks, what lasts longer? A rock never moves. Mm-hmm. Sand, the smallest water washes them away, and you have a brand new million sands in that same area, right? Holy cow, okay. yeah, you do. Dude, guess what's eternal? G- God is eternal. Yep. He does not get washed by the water of time, of time. Yep. As time goes on, he stays consistent. As the waters come, he doesn't move. But then as the water, you know, as the waters come for for the rest of reality, everything physical, it's gone. It's It's just completely gone. And there's something new. There's going to be a new Tom Brady. There's a Tom Brady in the Roman era. There's a Tom Brady in the Greek era. There's a Tom Brady in the Renaissance era. You know, there's a million Brandon Grahams. There's a million Brandon Grahams who are trying to be Tom Brady's but can never get to that position because of the, I don't know, occupation they they, they decided. But the, the point is, is. Dude, there you need to build your house on the eternal thing. The Dude, eternal you know that rock. you know that Jesus actually calls this out specifically in Scripture. 
calls us out specifically? Well, he, he calls this concept out, okay? Building, oh, building yeah. your house on him. So yeah, yeah. This, this blew my mind, bro. I just read this. Okay. I don't know, maybe for the millionth, maybe not the millionth time. I haven't read my Bible that much. Okay. Uh, but I'm just now getting, like, dude, I've been reading, like, there's no tomorrow. So John 15, dude, this is, be- I think it is. You can correct me if, if okay. it's not. This is before Christ was crucified and okay. came back to life and was resurrected. Okay. Talk about faith. John 15, this is Jesus talking to, to the disciples. Verse 1, uh, 1 through 2 maybe. There's more to it. It's pretty juicy. I am the true vine, and my father is a gardener. He cuts off every branch that uh, that does not bear fruit, while every mm. branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. There's a criticizing part potentially. Yeah. Uh, so it will be even more fruitful. And then I think at the end, or, and I for some reason didn't type it all out, but he talks about you can do nothing apart from me. Yeah. And dude, it blew my mind. And I was, what, like it hit me in my core. We can do nothing Yeah. if we are not a part of the vine. I mean, yeah. dude, just, uh, just think of it, all those branches that fall off trees. Yeah. They're not doing anything, bro. I mean, right. literally nothing. Right. So if we can see this in our life. You stay attached. You have to, bro. And he was yep. super cool. And I've heard this. I didn't make this up. I heard this from probably at church or something. Okay. You do not grow if you're next to the vine. Right. You have to be attached. Now, praise the Lord. He also holds on to the branches. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, but dude, that's what the, Jesus The, the is conclusion doing. of the story was to get attached. Dude. Because if you're he not, calls, what dude, are you he doing? He calls us to him. It's all... It's all vanity. It's all vanity. I mean, yeah. the presidents, nations, nations will come and go. Crazy, I mean, dude. if it's not motivated, if you're not built, if you're not building on the rock, if you're, if not, you're attached not attached to the branch, Christ. it's vanity. It's not vanity, vanity, vanity. All vanity is what Ecclesiastes says. That's it's Solomon, all right? vanity. The wisest man to ever live. Oh, man, dude. It's just it, you got it. You got to understand the context, you know. And so, why do we get up in the morning? Why do we marry? Why do we have kids? Why do we provide? Why do we? Why do we? You know, what's our? What's why the do we biggest, try to grow? What, why do we? Dude, critique? whenever you feel unmotivated, look to Jesus. Amen. And you will be motivated. Dude, you, <laughs> bro. He even says you will do greater things than me. How? That's insane. If you have faith, if you have faith, faith is the key, though. But he's, I mean, that's, bro, he says if you have faith of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. But you still got to have faith. And even who of a mustard gives seed. you faith? The Jesus. Jesus does, bro. He chose us. We did not choose him. Amen, dude. I lo- Dude, this is a preachy. This was a preachy topic, my guy. This is fun. Dude, it, it all points to Christ. What can I say? Amen. Hallelujah, my guy. All right, we've hit the hour mark, yeah, so dude. I think we've got to got to wrap it up. Conclude it. Thanks again, everyone, for listening, guys. The Spotify likes dude. are incredible. Holy Can cow. you believe it? I think, dude. I know if you're actually listening on Spotify and you look at the Spotify likes, it'll tell you how many. I think we don't have very many, but the fact that we have any is blowing my mind. <laughs> it, it's blowing so, my mind. So thank you for for liking it. Now, now one thing here: if you guys want to talk to us. 
go to our YouTube channel. Do it. Look up the Space Light Podcast and add comments because I'm yes. reading those. So any com- even if there's no comments on it, be the first one to comment and uh, just 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 tell us what you just think about hi. the episode. And we can continue the conversation online. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Could you imagine so, the motivation if a rando commented? You'd be our first uh, friend. Dude, the motivation. The Motivate motivation. us. Dude, we are going to 12 episodes, and then we're doing it again. Dude. <laughs> dude, I'm well, I'm tired, dude. My stinking uh, Martian time is off. All right, man. Well, I've lost my light turning off privileges because of that one time. Yeah, so you, and you, you ain't ahead. getting it back, dude. So No, you, I get it back sometime. I'm just going to wait for you to mess You're right. Up. We're full of <laughs> grace and truth. So we'll give you some grace next time. All right, guys. All right. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.